0: Alright guys and welcome to Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PG Janky We are going to run it back from the Monday night game We're going to go over our power rankings So let's get started Alright we had the Monday night game of the Green Bay Packers Versus the Las Vegas Raiders Boy, this game was not very fun to watch. I kind of hate this when these standalone games are kind of like this. The Raiders end up winning 17-13. They kind of held on to win. Uh, I'm going to say it here, guys. I think I was a little wrong about Green Bay. Um, I thought that they were going to be the uh, class of the NFC North. I thought the Lions were... uh, The hype was too much. But it looks like... um, the line, uh, the Packers need a little bit more time here, guys. They uh, love definitely didn't look great yet on Monday. 182 yards passing, three interceptions, and some of them just really bad. I mean, AJ Dillon ran the ball well with Aaron Jones being out. 20 attempts, 76 yards. Other than that, guys, I don't really have much to say. Romeo Dobbs was missing in this game. He had one reception on four targets for four yards. Uh, Watson did a little bit better. He had uh, 91 yards receiving. A lot of it came on one 76-yard play, I believe. But the main thing is, guys, it looks like Green Bay is just is a little floundering. I think they're trying to figure out their identity without Aaron Rodgers. I think Jordan Love is uh, learning on the fly here. I know he's been in the league for a couple years, but he hasn't been starting. And it definitely looks like he needs more time and more experience. On the other side of things, the Las Vegas Raiders, I mean, they won the game. Um, But I can't really say that it was like, oh, hats off to you guys. The Raiders are going to climb up the power rankings. They didn't look that great winning the game either. Jimmy G, 208 yards passing. Touchdown and interception Josh Jacobs did okay He had 20 attempts 69 yards and a touchdown My question is Where was Devontae Adams? Okay He had four catches On four targets For 45 yards He is your weapon He is the weapon You throw it to him If he's double covered You probably throw it to him If he's maybe even is triple covered Because he's been able to come down With the ball before He had one reception In the first half I don't know what Josh McDaniels is doing but I would say you've got to get Devonte more involved. And I think Devontae was saying that in the press conference afterwards. He's a little frustrated. I just don't know the direction of this uh, Las Vegas team, guys. I can't, you know, I, I don't see the arrow pointing up necessarily. It, I, I mean, Jimmy G's not necessarily your, your franchise quarterback. I mean, the, on the reverse side, Green Bay's got who they think is their franchise quarterback, so I can give them time to figure it out. Jimmy G's not your franchise quarterback. He's basically a stopgap for this year, maybe next. So you're going to draft a guy? I mean, Aiden O'Connell's okay, but I don't know if he's the answer for your franchise. But needless to say, I, I, I'm just a big shoulder shrug on this game. I mean, okay, yeah, the Raiders won and Green Bay lost. I, they just didn't, neither team really looked good winning or losing in this game. So uh, there you go. Uh, that's your running back from Monday. All right, let's go over to last week's record against the money line. I was 7-7 seven seven with an overall record of 46 and 32 for the year. Let's go against the spread. I was 6-7-1 with the push coming with the Houston Texans uh, at plus 2. And then for the year, I am 32-44 and 2. And then very finally we have the over-under. I was 8-6 with a record of 43 and 35. So not too bad of records here. You guys can still laugh. I'll give you a minute. All right, now that we're caught up on that, let's go straight into the power rankings, guys. Uh, nothing big surprises here on the bottom to start off with. We've got the Carolina Panthers. They're 0-5 now. Uh, I mean, if they had a win, maybe they'd be a little higher on this list, but I don't really think so. They're, they're doing the growing pain struggles of a first year quarterback and and with a little bit of help on the offensive side they don't really have any help they need some help they traded away DJ Moore to get the first at the first uh pick overall in Bryce young and now they're asking for wide receiver help shocker there so I think they need some playmakers on that on that side of the football they don't have any yet I think it's going to be a long season all right number 31 on this list. We've got the New York Giants. Uh, The New York Giants, it just keeps getting uh, worse and worse now. Daniel Jones is hurt with a neck. Uh, He had an MRI. I don't know the status of him. Saquon still, I think, is out. I don't know if he's going to be back this week. And then it doesn't get any better. They're going to Buffalo on Sunday Night Football, which Buffalo just losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. I'm sure they're going to be a little ticked off. I'm sure they're going to want to try to make some headway back in their division. So the Giants, good luck. You got another tough game right in front of you. All right, 30th on this list is the New England Patriots. Oh man, that was just abysmal is the way I put it the other day. Abysmal. I don't know what they're doing on offense and they've got so many people hurt on defense now. I don't know what they're doing on defense. Bill Belichick is proven he's come out of it before I'm sure he'll figure something out but the main thing is on this Patriots team they need to get a little bit of a running game going they don't have a running game and I get it they keep going down big so they're trying to throw all the time but to be honest with you I think Bill O'Brien's offense will work in there I just I I don't know what they're doing for receivers man none of those receivers look like they know anything that's going on or how they're playing and that's just is a worrisome thing for the Patriots and has been for a while now. They just can't get any receivers in there. I mean, they got rid of Jacoby Myers and he's making 7 receptions uh for the Raiders no problem. So, I don't know what's going on. Okay, next up, 29. That's right, guys. The Chicago Bears. Oh my gosh, they climbed up 4 spots with that win. Now, it wasn't just that win. I told you I'm not going to start talking good about them until they win. So now they won. So I'll give them a little bit of credit here. They scored points in two consecutive games. And their offense looked great in two consecutive games. That's the key. That's why they're 29th on this list. Because the Patriots, the Giants... They don't have any offense to speak of. I haven't seen an offense. They barely can even put up an offensive touchdown in the last couple weeks. I think the Giants scored their first uh, touchdown in the first half last game that they've scored all year. So there you go. But the Bears, they are putting up points. The other thing is too, the offensive line is getting healthier and now their defense is getting a little healthier. They're starting to kind of get the guys back in the secondary now. That was supposed to be the key strength for the Bears. So things are looking up for the Bears. If they can keep putting up points like they were, there you go. They're going to keep climbing this list. Okay, 28th on this list. I've got the Denver Broncos. I I don't know why they're 29, 28th on this list, guys. The only reason why is probably because they beat the Bears. If not, they'd probably be right down there with everybody else. I don't know what the Broncos are doing. I know that they got rid of Randy Gregory last week. I wouldn't be surprised if they have more of a fire sale. This week, it seems like Sean Payton kind of went in there and said, let's see what we got going. And now it's gone. Been like, nothing's really going on. Let's just start over. So I trust Sean Payton. I think, I mean, the offense definitely isn't necessarily the problem other than giving up the ball a couple times. But I think they need to kind of reset on a few things. They need to get some different people in there. I think they need to get some different veteran leadership in there because I think the veterans they have in there aren't good leaders whatsoever okay 27th on this list is the Minnesota Vikings all right they've got one win and that was over the lowly Carolina Panthers they probably should be lower on this list but they are consistent on offense so I can't necessarily knock them but they have their work cut out for them guys Justin Jefferson went on the IR as of yesterday with his hamstring that means he's out for a minimum of four weeks that's not good um, that's not good whatsoever. He is the main identity of that offense. Now, they've got some other receivers. they got K.J. Osborne. they got Jordan Addison that can definitely step up into the role. But are they Justin Jefferson? No, they are not. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Minnesota Vikings play this out. And it also kind of feels like that the Vikings are paying the price for last year. They won so many close games. They had the ball roll their way, everything like that, that it feels like that the Vikings are just... They're getting caught on the reverse side of karma where it's like, oh yeah, remember when you won that close one last year? Well, you're going to lose a close one this year. So, needless to say, Vikings 27th on this list, but they could be slipping here further and further. But we'll have to see. They play the Bears this week, so it's a little power stroke at the bottom of these power rankings to see who's going to uh, move up and move down. Okay, number 26 on this list is the Arizona Cardinals. Guys, I've been talking about it the last couple weeks. They have some fighting in this team. I- I've been pleasantly... Pre- impressed how they play each week. They play decent defense, they play decent offense. They they're not necessarily giving up for a team that was supposed to not be winning any games. They're not giving up. And that's something that I, I shake uh, you know, take my hat off to because I'll tell you what. There's plenty of teams that you can watch that look like they're giving up week 5 in, so or giving up in games, I should say. So, Number 25 on this list, that's the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I know that they've won a couple games. Why are they so low on this list? Because I just don't know where they're going. I don't know what direction. I don't know if they're trying to compete or if they're trying to string it together and go for a rebuild. I don't know which way they're going. And frankly, I think some of the veterans on the team are a little worried about it too. And if that keeps happening, you're going to start to hear some of these veterans wanting to get the heck out of Dodge. So, Las Vegas Raiders, 25 on the list. Number 24 on the list is the Washington Commanders. They had a pretty bad loss to the uh, lowly Chicago Bears last week. They can't protect their quarterback, that's for sure. He's getting hit at a record pace, just like Daniel Jones is. And it's going to be rough for Sam Howell, so you know what, they've had some decent games, and they actually fought back against the Bears a little bit, but for right now, until I see a little bit more improvement, a little bit more consistency, I'm putting the Washington Commanders 24th on this list. Okay, number 23. This team's a roller coaster team for me, guys. This is the Los Angeles Rams. One week, they look like they're solid, playing some decent football, moving the ball, running the football, playing some defense, making some plays. Then the next week, they just can't get it together. So it's an up and down, up and down, up and down. And I think it's going to be up and down for the rest of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up right around this uh, power ranking uh, for the rest of the year. All right. Number 22 on this list is the Houston Texans. I definitely see the arrow pointing up for this team. Now they lost a close one in Atlanta, but they did drive down to score against Atlanta late. They did not end up giving up the field goal to lose, but the Texans are fighting pretty well. They just are a young team. They're going to be like this. They're going to be trying to struggle to figure it out and find out who they are. But it, the main thing is C.J. Stroud is playing some decent football. He is... Throwing pretty well, he's not giving up making making mistakes and giving up interceptions. I think the Texans are going to keep climbing up this list as we keep going. All right, number twenty one, another AFC South team. That's the Tennessee Titans, guys. I kind of feel like they're a little bit of a roller coaster team. When you know, one week they lose twenty seven to three, the next week they win twenty seven to three, and then this week they lose. Um, again. So I don't know, but I'll tell you what, the one thing that I will tell you about the Titans, and I've been saying this for the last couple weeks on the pod, is they need a spark on offense. I just think, I mean, they can rely on Derrick Henry and that's all well and good, but I think you need a spark. And I think it might be time to look, to move away from Ryan Tannehill. I don't think that he's your future. You have two quarterbacks, two quarterbacks on the team that you can go to. You have Malik Willis and you have Will Levis. I think it's time that they might have to give one of those guys a shot to see if it gives the team a spark. This team is too vanilla, too in the middle, and they need to get something going to see if they're going to win or compete in this AFC South, because right now it looks like the Colts and the Jaguars are definitely above them. Okay, now next up, Number twentieth on this list. This is another roller coaster team, but I, you know, when it makes sense now, talking through it is the Green Bay Packers. Guys, Jordan loves uh, trying to figure out uh, how to play in the NFL. Yes, he watched Aaron Rodgers play for a couple years. Obviously, Jordan Love is not the return of Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre, and the Green Bay Packers are not going to be doing that this year. I think that they're struggling on offense. They've got a lot of younger players. And that's okay, but I'm really struggling to find out which veteran is on the team that's going to step up and, and try to help these guys and point them in the right direction. And I don't know if their head coach is necessarily doing it either. So for right now, guys, the Packers, the 20th on the list, I don't know if they're going to climb any higher, but we'll see. All right, number 19, we have the New York Jets. They're looking on up. They played a really hard fought game against the Denver Broncos. It looked like the Jets had circled this game on their schedule ever since Sean Payton made those comments during the summer about Nathaniel Hackett. So things are looking up for the Jets. I'll tell you what they're why they're also looking up is because their running game's finally getting going. Jets, run the football. Nathaniel Hackett, run the football. Good things will happen. That defense can make some plays. If you give them the lead, they can maybe keep it. But the thing is, you have to run the football to give Zach Wilson more time and to give yourself more time. Jets, continue to run the football, and you'll continue to climb up this list. Number 18, guys, we have the Atlanta Falcons. Hey, Desmond Ritter, good win last week. You drove down, made some plays. It looked like the Atlanta passing game definitely came alive. He had 325 yards passing, and that's good. They started kind of getting their skill players involved. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson. that's the way that the Atlanta Falcons should be playing. Now, maybe Desmond Raider's going to turn a corner. It's one game. He's going to have to string together a couple of them to start to make me a believer. But for right now, the Falcons definitely good win last week, number 18 on this list. Number 17 on this list is the New Orleans Saints. Guys, good win against New England Patriots in Foxborough. Defense played really well. I have to see more from this offense. They have to get this offense going a little bit more. I don't think that they're going to be able to string together that many wins with this team playing the way it did. Yes, they did enough to win in New England, but you got to see more from Alave. Alvin Kamara is starting to get going, but i got to see more from Derek Carr as well. They have to get this offense rolling a little bit more to convince me that they are the class of the NFC South and that they can win that division. All right, moving right along to number 16 on this list is the Indianapolis Colts. Guys, it's uh, Gardner Minshew time there in Indianapolis. They played pretty dang well. I don't think that they're going to miss much from Anthony Richardson being out for a couple weeks, three to four weeks with his AC joint injury. Gardner Minshew will be good enough to play for them. Here's a deal that I think that the Colts should keep up with, and this is what Shane Steichen should do. Should do the same thing like they did in Philly. Zach Moss had a great game rushing. I know you just paid Jonathan Taylor. I would make it a two-headed running back system and just run the football on everybody that you can. Then Gardner Minshew can manage the game, make some plays, win the games for you. Colts, I think, could be a force to be reckoned with, especially if they keep up that rushing attack like they had last week. All right, number 15 on this list is the Cincinnati Bengals. Definitely better better offensive performance. I'm not ready to crown them quite yet of the AFC North. They did just beat the Arizona Cardinals, but better, definitely better performance. Better performance on defense too. That's the kind of offense you want to see start to get going. Jamar Chase says he's always open. Well, I can't disagree with you there. He definitely looked awesome in that game. All right, number fourteenth on this list, this is, they dropped one spot, even though they didn't play, because they just don't know what to do with the two teams in front of them, and that's the Cleveland Browns. They were idle last week, so I don't really have much to say other than they dropped down one spot, and that's only because the Ravens and the Steelers are right ahead of them. Now, I got the Ravens at number 13. They played a pretty bad game and lost, okay? And now I got the Steelers at number 11, or 12 on this list, I should say, and they played a pretty bad game and won. I don't know where else to really put these two teams. I've, all the AFC North teams are bunched up right here. Hopefully, you know, they'll start separating out a little bit. But really, I couldn't put the Ravens in front of the Steelers. And I couldn't put the Steelers that much in front of the Ravens. So there you go. That's my figuring on 12, 13, and 14. That's where we sit. Okay, number 11... 10 and 9 are all teams that were idle and all teams that were in the same spot last week. So number 11, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were idle. They were 11 on my sheet last week. They're 11 on the sheet this week. Number 10, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, They were 10. They're staying there. And number 9, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Once again, all idle teams. That's where they stay. Number 8. The Jacksonville Jaguars great win against a tough Buffalo Bills team last week. They played very well. I think it did a great job for them staying in London over the week so that they so they weren't so tired from the travel. It looks like the Jags can start to point this arrow up and keep climbing up this list a little bit more. I do think they are the class of the AFC South. I think that they're going to win the AFC South, and I think they can start to string together some more and more games. They definitely have an offense that can be worrisome or troublesome for some teams, so we'll see where they go, but they definitely, they climbed up to eight on this list this week. Okay, number seven, Break out the Kool-Aid, guys. It's Detroit Lions time. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. They're, they're convincing me. You know what? For a defense that looked so bad last year to a defense that looks pretty dang good this year. I'm pretty impressed. Detroit Lions breaking the top 10, continuing to climb up the list. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on Just a Guy for Talking Football podcast. Why don't you guys start doing it too? All right. Number six on this list, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the one reason why I left them 6 is because the team that they lost to is the best team in the in the league and that's the Niners. But I'll tell you what guys, the way that that team played, they could be in danger of falling out of the top 10. I don't know how they're going to go moving forward. I think this offense is struggling to say the least. I mean, Dak definitely looked like he struggled. I think they need to get a little bit more of the running game established, but needless to say, their defense didn't necessarily play that well either. But it was against the top team in the league, so I didn't knock them down too far. But they have to start putting some more in the win column. It seems like when the Dallas Cowboys are in a tough game, when the going gets tough, they kind of peter out. When they're rolling, they're really rolling. But when it's a tough game, It's, you know, fight back and forth. They don't seem to necessarily have the fight to last all game. All right, number five on this list, guys, is the Miami Dolphins. Definitely look better, but they did play the New York Giants. So let's not necessarily crown them all the way yet, but Miami Dolphins step in the right direction. Number five on this list. Okay, number four on this list, guys, is the Buffalo Bills. Tough game in London. I think the travel affected them. I think that they were coming off of that big, big win against the, their uh, tough division foe in Miami, and they kind of maybe overlooked what the Jacksonville Jaguars could do. The Jaguars were hungry and got the win. But needless to say, I don't think the Bills are going that far or going that way, uh, going too far off this list. They've got a great game to uh, get back on track this week against the Giants, which we just saw what Miami just did to the Giants. So, needless to say, Bills looking on up. Okay, number three on this list. We had a little change in two and three this week. The Chiefs dropped to number three on this list. And I'm just starting to wonder on offense if they have enough to keep the Magic alive every week. I don't know. I'm not seeing a lot from the wide receivers. I need to see more from the wide receivers. You know, Travis Kelsey kind of had a small... uh, sprained ankle, but he taped it up, came back in. I just don't know if they have enough firepower on offense to do it this year. I'm a big Patrick Mahomes believer like everybody else is, but they got to kind of prove it to me. So they dropped the third. I just don't know if they're going to have enough to beat all these uh, high-powered teams when it comes down to it later on in the year. Okay, then we've got our two undefeated teams. Uh, We got the Philadelphia Eagles at number two, like I said guys, they do well. Their defensive line and offensive line play amazing. I just get a little concerned about how many points they're putting up in the second half sometimes. They they sometimes seem to, you know, put her out, but we'll see what happens. Needless to say, they're undefeated, so it probably doesn't really matter what I think they're rolling so far. And then, number one on this list, we know who it is, they've been number one on this list pretty much almost since the beginning, minus the first uh, preseason rankings, and that is the San Francisco 49ers, I think they're the complete package, I think they are playing with a hunger that shows me that they are not wanting to leave any doubt whatsoever, They are finishing plays. They are executing plays on offense and defense like they have a purpose. And I think they do have a purpose this year. And I think that's to win the whole effing thing. So, guys, there we go. That is our uh, post-week-five power rankings. I want to thank you for joining Just a Guy Talking Football podcast with PJ Janke. We'll have our picks coming up for you tomorrow. Stay tuned. But for right now, I'm out.